0: You know the only thing better than watching the game? It's watching the game with your friends. It's game night, so you head to your favorite spot. The game's on all the huge TVs. Several people you know are already there, and they've come for the same reason. It's game night, and the game's on all the huge TVs in the room. A lot of the men are there with their wives. Everyone's having a great time, eating, drinking, laughing, and of course, yelling at the refs. The bartender's great, too. She seems to know what the regulars want before they even order. Maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this little jewel in Sayre so it doesn't get too crowded. It'll be our little secret. Ah, why not? Let's risk it. It's the sports bar at what's technically known as the Sayre Golf Course. The locals call it Sayre National. It's in the park on the south side of town. So don't watch the game at home alone tonight. Go where there's food, drinks, and huge TVs. The game's a lot more fun if you'll watch it with friends.
1: If you film you will cook. It's
0: the City on sports, sports Podcast with
1: Aaron Cow.
0: I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Monday morning out there, a western Oklahoma, foggy western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports. Hanging out at the Sarah Golf Course this morning, uh, right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. <clears throat> Glad to have you along. Jim's not going to be here. He's hanging out in the Bahamas, so uh, no Jim Traber. On a Monday, as Jared said, I guess the phones don't work down <laughs> in the Bahamas.
1: Well, uh, when I go <clears throat> on vacation, my phone doesn't work either. It just, <laughs> it's magical. It's, it's
0: weird. It is weird how that <laughs> works. Uh, so it's just be the, the two of us today uh, throughout the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll tell you all about what's going on out here at Sayre uh, at the golf course. If this fog will burn off like it did yesterday afternoon. Maybe uh, time to get some get some golf in. Uh, this weather is supposed to be what mid fifties to lower sixties for the high. Uh, yeah, last night it was about oh I don't know. Actually I left Canute about two thirty or so, and when I got back here, the sun came out and I and uh, I could see some golf carts. What day was this? Come out? It was yesterday. Oh, yesterday? Yes. It by the time about three three thirty yesterday afternoon, it mm-hmm. was sunny. Yeah. It was. It turned out to be a pretty nice day over here. And I did. I looked across the highway, and I could see some golf carts uh, that were taking advantage of that short window of time. So yeah. that's possible today. Although at, at this point, if you tried to play golf here at Sayre, looking up number one, you might hit your ball out of sight. Mm-hmm. If you if you caught a good one, I don't know if you would. You you can't see the green for sure. Uh, because of the fog if you
1: got on the green you'd have to hit it pretty hard because it's so damp and it would just (laughs) it
0: probably rooster tail (laughs)
1: exactly Exactly. yeah looking at
0: the putting green i'm gonna say it'll rooster tail out there today so hey maybe a little bit before you can get on the golf course but i bet you once the sun comes out the fog leaves isn't the fog weird
1: it is weird it feels like we're in london or something it's like like every day
0: There's fog. It it, it starts in the morning and then it's in the afternoon. It's precipitation, right? It's,
1: it's, I'm not going to complain about that. And it's December 12th and it's not below freezing.
0: That's very true. You know,
1: we could have been slipping around trying to get here this morning. So I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Coming back from Oklahoma city on Saturday evening, there was, there were some spots where it was really, really foggy. Yeah. down through there.
1: Yeah, foggy when you're driving and then all of a sudden you just go into fog. That's that's scary stuff. A
0: little bit. A little little bit. No doubt about it. But uh, next couple of days warm uh, at least for this time of year. I know there's some chance maybe some storms tonight.
1: Uh yeah, like um late tonight. late to overnight. Yeah, but it's I saw that this morning or uh, earlier today on the news. I think it's more north of us. But um, yeah, it'd be weird to hear thunder in December. But he called it a squall line will be rolling yeah. through. I don't know um what I saw. Maybe our area, western S- central western, will come about half an inch if we're lucky. Hey,
0: would be nice.
1: Rain is rain.
0: Mid fifty, mid to upper fifties the next couple of days, and then you see it cools next week? off. You
1: see, it starting next week.
0: I'm looking at 30 degrees for a high on Tuesday. Oh, that's I saw
1: all like cool. 20s, yeah. I, but yeah. Lows maybe, in the 20s maybe, and teens. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: Jared, it, it will be Christmas week yeah, it's, next I'm gonna week, cuz it turns out. It's
1: going to start feeling a lot like Christmas. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: All right, on the show today, we'll talk some NFL from yesterday. Um, man, ever since you uh, pounded the table for Jalen Hurts' One of the better quarterbacks in the league, the Eagles as a team. and this Hurts, season, Hurts as was, well. This season. Those guys have gone crazy. They just beat the tar out of the Giants yesterday. So Philly 12-1, and they're the first team to qualify <coughs> for the playoffs because they are in no matter what. Dallas looked terrible, but won. Is that a good sign or a bad sign? Uh, last night's game.
1: Depends who you root for.
0: Are we done? Are, are, can, can we be done and with the – and I was completely wrong about this, and I'll totally admit it. But can we go ahead, just because they were drafted in the same draft class, can we go ahead and quit talking about who's the better quarterback to Watonga Vailoa or Justin Herbert? Is there any argument there? Um, After last night, there shouldn't be.
1: I know you liked them a lot. I know you like the Dolphins a lot, but you Struggle. know me. I've always been a Herbert fan.
0: Herbert, I mean, and what's crazy is, I mean, after last night, I mean, the, the Dolphins still have the better record and all that, but that, that win last night could be a way to get uh, the Chargers back on track and maybe into the playoffs, a place where Herbert has not been yet. True. He also, did you see that he set the record? He broke Andrew Luck's record for the most mm-hmm. passing yards in the first three years of, of your career?
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Is he Kevin Love in Minnesota, or is he actually a winning player?
1: We'll find out then gets playoffs.
0: That's the problem. I mean, it, d- how much credit do we really give him? He, he is yeah, such We say the
1: th- same thing about Jalen Hurts. Is he, uh, well, he, he played in the playoffs a year ago. Right, but can he – you know, he has his team right now. Sure. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, if, you're, if you really are – and people think Herbert might be the second-best quarterback in the league. Top five for sure. Talently. I, but can uh, you really be – Like this be, season or overall? Oh, period. Ooh. Period in of story. And, well, I mean, he's got the most passing yards ever sure. in three years. Yeah. He's got tons and tons of stats to back up those claims. But can you really be one of the best five quarterbacks in the league if you can't even get your team to the play? I'm not even talking about the Super Bowl. Right. I'm not Dan Marino over here. Yeah. I'm talking about just the, the playoffs in exactly. three years. It's, it's, he's kind of an anomaly there uh, that needs to <clears throat> get his team there. So NFL at the end, man, sad news it looks like is coming in college football. Uh, with Mike Leach, uh, it's it's hard to tell exactly what has happened to him. Something medical, something catastrophic medically, and it doesn't look good for the pirate uh, moving forward. Here, uh, it it really it feels like you're kind of refreshing Twitter to see the official announcement that, that Mike af- Leach has. I was has afraid passed to on. open Twitter this morning, right.
1: or I was afraid to look at my phone and see an alert. Yeah, it
0: and, does not sound good uh, for, for the pirate, Mike Leach. So, so we'll you know talk about his know his amazing impact on the world of college football and if you don't believe me just look at what was going on on saturday night protege after protege was right there three of those five on the three of the four on the stage right there were uh, proteges from coming from the mike leach tree uh the heisman trophy goes to caleb williams talk about that western oklahoma bowl mania i've got it set up thunder tickets are the prize Ooh, big prize same way we as ESPN's website, just like you did for the uh, <clears throat> for the college pick'em. Uh, the group is uh, the Skinny on Sports, West Oklahoma Realty, helping us out with that uh, again here in the college football bowl mania contest. Let me see, let me see where we're at here, Jared.
1: Are bowls harder to pick now? Now more than ever.
0: I think they're easier if you pay attention.
1: To who's playing and who's not playing. Correct. Who's, who's, who's motivated, who's not motivated. That's right.
0: I, th- I actually think it's easier.
1: Are you a Kansas that hasn't been in a bowl <coughs> in forever, mm-hmm. or are you OU's going to a Cheez-It Bowl? That's, yeah. I,
0: I think a lot of those factors, the motivation for each game, matters immensely. I, I, I posted links on the Skinny on Sports Facebook page uh, on Friday, on the Big Elk TV Facebook page. I've shared one on mine. Uh, ESPN's website's the way to do it. There's 10 of you right now. They're, that number will grow Immensely by the time we get... First bowl game. Uh, it's the 15th, I believe. It's this week. Yes. Awesome. I believe the 15th is when bowls get going. I will tell you that uh, 100%. Let me click on my entries. And it is Thursday. 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 No, no, I'm sorry. Friday. Friday the 16th is the first game. First couple of games. Miami of Ohio and UAB... That is the Hometown Lenders, Bahamas, but maybe Jim will go. Hey. Also, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Troy and UTSA. That could be a fun game. And Saturday, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. How about the Fenway? Do you know about the Fenway Bowl?
1: Is it at Fenway?
0: It's at Fenway, and it's Louisville and Cincinnati, and it's interesting. You know why? Why is that? Louisville coach is going to Cincinnati, Cincinnati that's but guess right. what? He's going to coach? Because it's at Fenway, both teams are on the same sideline. You know, in those baseball stadiums, right. a lot of time you're on one half of the field, but you're on the same side. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Scott Satterfield.
1: So is he staying like right at the middle? I don't know <laughs> right what he 50? does. <laughs> or maybe
0: he just goes up in the stands and doesn't, let, uh, doesn't get the motivation to the Set Louisville up the green players. monster
1: and just sit back and relax. Yeah,
0: maybe he's inside the green monster putting the numbers
1: we got to stop playing football games at baseball stadiums. See,
0: here's one. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. North Carolina Central against Jackson State. Mm, yeah. Who's playing for Jackson State?
1: Uh, didn't I hear Coach Prime? <clears throat> Prime is going to coach it.
0: Is he? I thought he said – So is going to
1: play? He said, I'm going to go coach that bowl game, and then I'm going to go to Colorado and have the best recruiting class they've ever had. He said gonna? something that – I'm not uh-huh. quoting word for word, but he said something like that. So he wants the coach in that bowl.
0: Interesting. Well, that's, that's one that when you first look at it, you go, oh, Jackson stayed easy. And then wait a minute. Who's playing? Anyway, Western Comer Bowl, Mania will tell you all about that. It's about
1: motivation. Do his players want to p- play for him? Exactly.
0: Yeah, maybe they want Coach Prime. Maybe the ones that have to stay there because they're not good enough to go with him. Because <laughs> they're not Louis don't Vuitton. Wanna, yeah. Don't want to play. <laughs>
1: they're, yeah. not, they're not Louis Vuitton. They're
0: Kate, what's her name, that died?
1: Anyway, oh, um, ouch. I was gonna go with uh, slimy, slimy, Dooney bags, Samsonite. Uh-huh. Are they Dooney bags? <laughs> Dooney. Uh, Remember boy. that? Was yeah. that a thing? I think it was.
0: <laughs> uh, and then uh, we'll hit the five county conference tournament right here off the top. High school football is over. Three really good games in two A, A, and uh, Class B to finish off the high school football season and. High school football title games in Georgia. Did you see the way that one game ended? Yes, I did. We'll talk about what a that travesty. as well. Two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. If you want to get in touch with us, or heck, come on, come come hang out with us here at uh, Sayre National for the morning. Have a cup of coffee, watch a little TV here on the big screens in the sports bar. Two two five nine six nine eight. If you're going to be outside the listening area, stay in touch with us a couple of different ways. Log on to KADSAM.com, hit the button to play it, and live stream us that way, or download the Paragon app. The app's got three radio stations. It's got the Penny News, brand-new edition of the Penny News. We'll be hitting the website middle of the week, so you have time to go rush out, pick up a free copy of this week's Penny News, see all the deals in it. Uh, Big Elk TV, Paragon TV, uh, still be going this week before the Christmas break, and then, of course, the Skinny on Sports podcast. You can find that on iTunes or kadsam. Dot com. Jared, the five-county conference basketball tournament, just as we talked about early in the week, <clears throat> as it moved along into Friday and Saturday, the games got ultra-competitive, really fun watches. And by the time we get to Saturday, it happens every single year. Those six games, almost all, there, there is there, five of the six almost always are very good, very close, very tight games, and that's exactly what we saw this week.
1: Yeah, I was, I was um, able to call Saturday's games, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, – what. and I mentioned that. I said, even though this is just for third place, the games I was on, you you watch all these games today, they're going to be ultra competitive, and that's what we got. And I expected nothing less, and I uh, was very entertained by it. And, uh, um you know, and the elephant in the room, and then the gym was, this is this it? And, and, and if that was it for the five-county conference tournament or if it's going on hiatus or whatever, um, what better way to go out like that on Saturday with those fun games?
0: We talked about – kind of bittersweet, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we talked about could somebody – I wasn't sure who it was going to be, but I thought somebody would challenge Hammond on the girls' side. Mm-hmm. Somebody would make a play, and it turns out they had two games like that because the semifinal – on Friday, uh, 34-30 over uh, Repo butler and then in the finals, uh, Coach Doherty and the, the Merritt Oylorets just wouldn't go away. <coughs> and they – you know, Merritt had a lead at the end, almost, uh, kind of almost blew it. But then Chloe Stout knocks down the three with, what, two point-something seconds left on the clock um, from the right corner there as uh, Merritt had just got done throwing it away, and he thought, man – are they going to let them? Are they going to let Hammond get all the way back in this and beat him? And Stout knocked down the three from the corner, uh, and Merritt was able to uh, to move on and and end up uh, Hammond, laying Hammond's first loss on him. And so you look at what the Oilerettes did in that in the five county tournament themselves. They gave Canute their first loss, which is Class A number six, and then they turned it right around the next day and gave Class B number three Hammond their first loss with a 47-45 win. Over the lady warriors, super impressed with what Coach Doherty and the Reds were able to get done, considering they had played one game heading into the five county,
1: yeah, one tough game against uh, fort mentioned Canute mm-hmm. and um and Phillips or came up short in that one, but yeah head uh, head coach Doherty taking that loss looks like he made some adjustments, kept doing what they do good, and that's play physical basketball, rotate in players keep fresh legs out there and, and play his brand. And it um, it's kind of a grinded out type of uh, basketball. Uh, with the way that game started against Hammond on Saturday, it looked like Hammond was going to roll. I think they immediately came out, got up seven to nothing. And um, I thought, well, here we go. This is just Hammond, you know, they, that semifinal game was just an anomaly and talking to their play-by-play guy. He said they just couldn't, because I didn't watch. I was still in a, you know, mm-hmm. stupor and just kind of, hazy but I was asking what happened there and he said they didn't shoot very well that's what uh, I was told Hammond just couldn't hit their shots but still found a way to win um and uh but I thought okay they found their shot and they're they're going to uh be Hammond again back to merit they just what coach Doherty is you know having them do is play tough basketball um with you know coupled with good shooting and um they just grind it out like I said and, and ultimately come out with the win and uh, heck of a heck of a showing from the Merit Eulerettes and I don't know when do the 2A the and up rankings come out because I think now you could argue today this week yeah. I mean we what, what are we <clears throat> saying here Seven, six five five they're playing at a really good level because they're gonna people the voters are gonna look at that and go okay they lost by two what two or one. I, my memory escapes me.
0: 42-41, was there something like that? It yeah, two canute. Yeah, one possession for sure.
1: And then they go and they avenge that loss. Then they beat a top-ranked team out of Class B in Hammond. And so they're looking good. And I can see them being in this opening uh, rankings. I can argue top five. I'm not too familiar with the rest of 2A. And I, I'm without doing my homework, without looking around, there's the usual suspects out there. What I'm gonna say, like Hooker, um, Sayer's always there. Um, Richardson always has been playing good. So I mean, um, I'm going through the list. Was Navajo 2A? No, they're A. No, they're A. Yeah, but <clears throat> I can talking see about them like up Ampo there. and yeah.
0: Cola and uh, yeah. Dale. A lot of those teams will be will be in there. And
1: there's gonna be that. Oh, they went to state last year. Look what they're doing now. It wasn't just a flash in the pan. Then they graduate some players, and they're going to have to start over. It looked like, okay, state might have been just the beginning.
0: That's the difference this year that Merritt, I think, will enjoy, especially early on in these rankings, is they're going to start because of that state tournament appearance and, quite frankly, because of how they performed in that game against Pacola, having every chance to win yeah. and, and against what I th- I'm pretty sure was the eventual state champion, wasn't it? Didn't Pecola end up winning that? I think they did. I think they beat Dale by a point. I'm positive they won. Uh, the more I okay. think about it, and you have a team that was that was already at that level in that eight, and I can't remember if they ended up eight or nine, but they were right there in in that top eight. So you make the state tournament and be in that high ranked, and then you uh, you get the benefit of the doubt a lot of times the next year. So you are you're already in the minds of the voters a little bit higher than maybe you started the last few years, and then you come out um, a, a close loss against Canute, avenge that one, and then beat Ham and a team that uh, people are. Uh, Know what they've got coming back from a year ago? Yeah, I, I could see Coach Doherty's team absolutely starting in that top ten somewhere. Uh, it, it's hard to tell just because, like you say, the usual suspects. A lot of times they just line them up and and kind of see what happens with the Dales, the Lattis, and and all those kind of uh, it, those mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me perennial powerhouses. But I, I definitely think the Oilerettes, when we see this first ranking, you're going to see them and you're going to see them. Inside the top ten, fitting in in Class Two A after what they did this week, so uh, really, I uh, super impressed uh, with Coach Doherty early in the season, uh, not having the benefit of a bunch of uh, as many games as some of the uh, some of the other teams have had uh, because of football. And uh, man, it really impressed on the boys' side. What you what is it about Sentinel and Arapahoe? Think about over the past three or four or five years. Yeah arapaho's beaten pretty much everybody
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: in this run but there's something about sentinel they beat them twice last year they played an overtime game already this year and then uh, sentinel was able to knock them off in the semifinals this year again in the five county two straight years in the semifinals that uh that, that sentinel has been able to get arapaho butler what is it about that matchup It just seems like uh, there's something about it uh, sentinel kind of has the has the formula to be able to 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 beat a wrap up, it's
1: like when the Bengals play the Chiefs, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the last three times, they just have their number, and they's and I, it could be just a matchup thing, you know. Um, it could be a situation where you got to keep in mind these are high school kids and they're thinking a lot, right? And it could be like, okay, we have got to beat this team. This uh, thinking, like if if you're a Rappahoe and they see Sentinel, okay, this is the team that's had our number. We got it, and then they kind of overdo it, and they overthink it, or the, you know, we talk about that a lot in football when people see Clinton, they go, okay, there's that team. We got it, you know, and then they're already beat. But it could be something like that, just like a mental thing. But uh, credit to Coach uh, What Snowden uh, mm-hmm. over there at Sentinel, and and he just he's a good coach. I mean, let's let's. We kind of forget that. He's a really good coach. He's fantastic. And he's, he's doing really good things over there in Sentinel since he's gotten there. And he, each team he's had is getting better and better uh, each season. seems like the better version of itself moving on. So that we can't forget that. I'm not saying he's a better coach than Coach Rogers. I, I'm not implying that, but I'm saying he's – Well, he's a, the,
0: when, you th- when you hear his name, you think about – you don't think about his coaching acumen. You think about seeing him – Combust at well, times on the sidelines. Sure. It's just, it's just the truth. He's a fiery dude. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but, I kind of want that in a coach. But what gets lost in the shuffle of all that is how good a basketball coach the guy yeah. really is. I yeah. mean, you, I, I think if you ask you ask Jacob Mayfield at Calumet, him being on the sidelines with him during that run mm-hmm. certainly helped. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with those Calumet teams that won, one the state title, playing for the title again, with and of course his kids helped too, having having Tyler's guys, his twins, but no doubt i mean that guy can coach he's always been able to coach and so yeah. uh, he just makes that, that the conference and, I, and, I, and the teams I, yeah. out here that much harder to beat later on down the line
1: yeah yeah keeping but sentinel they, they it's they've beaten other team i mean they're you know they beat Canute this year. They've they've won some games. You know, sure. and I don't think they're done. I think I don't think it's just them.
0: Seventeen, I think, in the rankings last week. Yeah, I'd yeah. say
1: that's underrated. I I think they should be ranked higher. I I think they can make a a great run this year.
0: Might be after beating Rapo Butler, which is, what number ten? I think twelve. Twelve, uh, and then losing a close one to Leedy. Leedy stays unbeaten uh, at the end of the five county. So are they the only boys or girls team in the five county conference? This is kind of an oddity, I would think. But the Leedy boys coming out of the five-county tournament are the la- the last remaining undefeated standing because Canute and Hammond went in on the girls' side, both come out with a loss. And so the Leedy Bison, the only undefeated team left, in the five-county boys or girls, as they get a, a tight 49-45 win over Sentinel on Saturday to win that tournament. Coach Carpenter and his guys just keep on rolling uh, as they as they do. So uh, we'll talk about rankings tomorrow. I'm interested to see if, if these – the tournament weeks shuffle things early on. If it's fluid or if it's kind of static, it, it it's almost all or none. You know, some years you see big jumps and big wild swings mm-hmm. early. You know, before Christmas and then yeah. after Christmas, it's kind of hard to move much. Other years, it just kind of is what it is, and it doesn't seem like uh, if you're a team that's that starts out hind and then maybe doesn't play as well. It's hard to play yourself out of the top eight some years. It's hard to play yourself into the top eight some years Yeah, uh, when, we, when we get down to the, <clears throat> to the bracket drawing. So uh, I can't wait to see where that goes. And, and then, like you mentioned, the Merritt-Oilerts, I can't wait to see where they start in the 2A rankings is all that's going to be released coming up uh, later on today. Uh, sticking with the high school, the football, man, really good games. It felt like last week. You know, Stillwater, Choctaw was a pretty good game. Obviously, Cushing-Wagner uh, was a good game. The rest were blowouts. Not this weekend. Every, every one, all three of those games were fantastic. Uh, Laverne wins again in a really good game against Sealing. Uh, a one-touchdown game was a 34-28 to 28, or 36-28, to 28, maybe an eight-point spread. Uh, but a one-possession game there. And then in Class A, we were warned – or uh, foreshadowed way back before when we made our preseason picks mm-hmm. that the ch- the Class A champion would be Fairview and that came from somebody that absolutely knows right here in this town uh, coach Richardson's the one that texted us that coach Rich, yeah yeah, he texted me after he heard us talking about it and said boys Fairview's going to win Class A and guess what he was 100% right uh, as Fairview Well, you
1: did. get a pat on the back that's all we yeah, got that's, sir. Right. That, that's a good call
0: so Fairview takes down Gore 32 uh, 28 in class A and then class B. Washington scores 10 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to turn around a seven point fourth quarter deficit and clip the Millwood Falcons 17 14. So, Washington had been in the state title game a year, uh, last two years maybe, and, and went down in defeat. They finally get uh, that state uh, title for Coach Brad Beller there as like the that. Warriors uh, win class A or 2A.
1: <clears throat> That's only their second title i feel that, like that Washington. shocks me that th- when i saw that i thought man i felt like they had a lot more than that
0: uh, that i read that uh in the i read a deal about uh, what he did yesterday and it mentioned that that's only the second one i thought no way that can't be right
1: yeah Yo, you, did
0: you leave out a one in front of the two yeah. for 12
1: but I, I, I they've it. always i mean they have i would venture to say they're they're up there as far as Program wins in the state, right? Because you're always, every Friday night when we're listening to scores, we are Washington 1, Washington W, Washington, Washington. But, yeah, that kind of took me back. Like, wait, that's just their second title? So congratulations to them.
0: Yes, congratulations to all those teams. And we can't finish up the high school stuff. What would you be doing right now if you were a player? Was it Shady Creek? In Georgia,
1: I didn't catch the names. I just saw it was out of Georgia.
0: I think it was Shady Creek. Was Shady Creek the, Creek
1: the losing team? Yes. Oh man. Yes. So set it up. Those who don't know what happened there. I'm
0: sorry. Sandy Creek was the winning team. Sandy Creek. Sandy Creek. versus Cedar Grove. Okay. Okay, so Sandy Creek. It's uh, they're down twenty. Uh, I'm sorry, seventeen fourteen. In the fourth quarter, 59 seconds remaining. It's third down and goal from, what, the four? They hand it off, and the running back – actually, here it is. I'm looking at it right now. Let's let's get it. Third and goal from the two. They hand it off, and the running back literally gets to the line line of scrimmage and is thrown down. Right. At no point – Did it look like it was a touchdown? And actually, the ball's in between the two and the one, and he back closer to the two where he got tackled. And the official fires his arms up, and it's a touchdown. From two yards shy of the goal line. You know, here's the thing. Have you seen the view from the – almost looking down the line – no. From the, from the official that called it a touchdown. No. Here's what I think happened. I think he got confused who had the ball. Oh. Because as he's watching the play, and it's kind of hard to see who had it, when you, when you see the first view, you know what you're looking for, right? So you know that the guy is tackled back here. But then there's a guy that's blocking and struggling any kind of turns like a ball carrier would kind of spins
1: like you spin it spinning into the end zone oh boy. and that's
0: and as that guy goes in that's when the hands go up the problem was he didn't have the ball <laughs> you know i mean I know. I, that what i'm not making an excuse for the official because it is inexcusable how even if he thought that
1: you can where was it. everybody else right. at yeah yeah
0: where in the world were the rest of the officials right but i can see i, I think i'm watching that view like his view i think i know why That's, he did it because it looked like one of those plays yeah, where you know they, but they were he, he, like a fullback like trying stood, to stood yeah, because yeah. they're like stood up short of the goal line and then he spins in there and the way that that play happened they tackled him so fast you just don't really see on a goal line play like that, where the guy get tackled immediately. I mean, it was like he got the ball and bam, he was down. Right. And so I think that, you know, and, and the whistle, you can't hear it necessarily blow. And so I think then they, he, that led him to continue to think, okay, that guy's got the ball. Right. But then once you do it and go and figure out, wait a minute, that guy, the ball's back. Right. I, I just, I can't. Could I,
1: he not just go, oh, wait. <laughs> wait no, a minute. Guys, Sorry, guys. I thought he had the ball we got to spot it, right? Yeah, you know, but was he too proud? Like, I'm the ref and I'm never wrong. Or, and,
0: did, or did nobody else see? I mean, yeah, that, I, where were – and obviously there's no, there's no instant replay in Georgia high school football. But, my gosh, if you are – if you're Cedar Grove, I mean, Gerald McCoy tweeted after seeing the video, the fix is in, the fix is in. I mean, I don't know how you think anything else uh, after seeing what happened. Just, ugh. Oh. What a horrible way to lose a state title! I mean,
1: that's one way losing a game, but a state title—your season's over. And of course, you always feel sorry for the seniors, man, to go out like that. Yeah, that's what the—that's what's going to be known. And how do you feel if you're the winning team? And you go back and look at that and go, "That's a good point." Uh, yeah, hmm. we weren't even close. I mean, man, this ring feels weird because <laughs> look. You got to you you know what I mean. You walk around. Well, and go, oh, you you're just, a part of that team that the refs gave you the touchdown. There. Well,
0: you say, guess what? We just scored on the next play. It was just third That's down. That's the thing too. I I mean, was just you third don't. Down.
1: I mean, it's a bunch of what ifs. You don't you know don't what's going to happen. Yeah,
0: there's no guarantee that Cedar uh, Cedar Grove stops them the next play. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee that they don't. But man, yeah, I, just when you see it, it, when when you see what happened, if you go, it's on. It's all over the place on on the internet. At no point does it even look like a touchdown? I mean, at no point does it look like one, except for, as I said, from that one view, if you don't see who has the ball, you can be fooled. And I think that's exactly what that uh, official was. He was mm-hmm. fooled completely. So, tough break there in that Start. Georgia high school football game. Let's take a break. When we come back, it's, uh, man, kind of some sad stuff to talk about next.
1: Man, it's foggy. You want know, to we'll talk about it's sad foggy. stuff. It's Monday.
0: It is. I mean, He can Riley's. Quarterback, one another Heisman. Mike Leach is struggling to stay alive. Not good stuff in college football. We'll talk about it next. It's getting on sports right here on the sports channel. Hanging out at Sayer National at the golf course. Christmas parties can be so much fun if you have them at the right place. Where's your company Christmas party this year, or your family Christmas party for that matter? It ought to be at the same place where folks have been having birthday parties, weddings, baby showers, even Thanksgiving dinner, at the banquet room at the Sayre Golf Course. It's a really nice facility, and it's reasonably priced. If you need a nice place for a nice event, use the Sayre Golf Course banquet room. Four! Now to the actual golf part of the Sayre Golf Course. There's still time to get nine or 18 holes in. The question is, can you actually find the fairway? Swinging away and just hoping for the best leads to triple-digit scores. If you want to test your ability to make golf shots, come over to Sayer. The layout of this course requires precision. Do you have that club, that secret weapon in your bag? It's technically called the Sayre Golf Course. Locals just call it Sayer National. It's in the city park on the south side of town.
1: The Skinny on Sports.
0: Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal hanging out over here at the Sayre Golf Course. The fog is starting to lift a little bit. I can actually see uh, number three green. I can see number one green, which that wasn't possible uh, up the hill here when we got here. So I'm telling you, it was like this yesterday early afternoon. When we left church, it was just like this. And then we went and ran some errands. I got back. The sun popped out, and it was gorgeous in about 3 o'clock. Plenty of time to get nine holes in uh, from that point. So hopefully that happens a little bit earlier this afternoon, and you'll be able to play a full 18 uh, here at Sarah National. If not, there's still Monday Night Football coming on tonight. You can come up here uh, in the Sports Bar at Sayre National and watch uh, Monday Night Football, um, the Thunder play tonight as well. Uh, you, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Uh, here at Sayer National, had a question on the text line about how do you fix that? Uh, going back to the Georgia high school football replay, and <clears throat> replay is the is the way. Now, the, it looked like
1: well, that that sh- uh, clip you see it looked like a pretty good video mm-hmm. broadcast. And you said there's even a clip of down the line. Yeah. Is was it an amateur <clears throat> thing? Yeah, I don't oh, think I that you. was the. I, I don't think the, the down it the line official.
0: was an official, but <clears throat> at least you know, and maybe i'm thinking about what's going on here in oklahoma maybe it is just state tournament or maybe it is just state finals in football mm-hmm. but at least you have that capability
1: yeah the technology. And if you have the yeah.
0: capability why not use it
1: yeah the technology is there um we've seen it we've saw it in a I mean, change sports but going back to basketball in the big house was a couple years ago where there's a fort common stewart yeah
0: it was clearly after the buzzer
1: and clearly everybody with a cell phone was recording because anticipating the end of game drama and it got that and and i even got it on my because we had it you know where uh-huh. our vantage point is the technology is there um it just needs to be utilized and it needs to be explored on how to use it to get the call right
0: well and it, it makes it, it makes you look foolish in this day and age when, like you said, everybody has the ability to not only video that, but also get it out. Yeah. Except for the officials on the floor, the, the, the players and coaches, you know, the, the people that are involved in the action. They're the only, only ones that don't really have access to it. I mean, what are <clears> – <throat> Mark Rogers was the one on the call that night. Yeah. So what are you going to – what are you supposed to say? Oh. <laughs> just uh, as put, a, just ha- put your hand, head in the sand and, and act like it didn't happen? Right. I mean, they've got that same replay capability. Yeah. To be able to have it mm-hmm. and show it. And yeah. you you look foolish if you pretend like it didn't happen.
1: What was the girls' game with uh, Lukiba Sickles and Who? Yeah, on, on the three. On the three. That's right. Toe was clearly on the line or behind mm-hmm. the line. Behind the line. And they called it a two. Yes. And he could clearly see it. And, and his and, head head wasn't in the sand. I remember he was talking. It's like, it's clear, guys. You can see it. And they were, yeah. hey, truth is truth. Facts are facts. It is. He wasn't. I mean, you have to do that.
0: It. But at the same time, you also ought to be able to have, because you have that techno- te- technology available right there at the scores, or not at the scores table, but on the other side of the floor, mm-hmm. you have it right there. Yeah. Why not use it? Yeah,
1: it needs to be. Uh, you know, at least locally in our state, OSSA, they need to look at it, you know, come up with some parameters of okay, this is what can yeah, be reviewed, and this is what we can look at. Let's let's you know, and then and then utilize it at, you know, there's always the the early tournaments. We just had one, um, you know, there's big tournaments like the Tournament of Champions or the Birth of Frank Teague. You know, go okay. Let's let's implement the system there. Let's try to work it into there. Those are big tournaments. Let's let's you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then let's put it into the state tournaments <clears throat> and you know what can you look at was her toe on the line did the shot count what else would you look at I mean you know buzzer beaters did it get it out of his hands quick enough and you'd have to sure. it, have to have either a do you use the NFHS network
0: you have to just, I think you know, have go, to
1: okay and then the NFHS or whoever at that time is contracted to do the games they have a monitor ready for the ref and if they go hey we got to look at the replay and they come over to your side turn that monitor around and the producer just runs the replay over and over
0: and you look at it you make the you make i mean question about accountability for the ref i mean it, it, i think this is the accountability is to make sure it gets right mm-hmm. make sure they, they get the call right give them the
1: opportunity to make it right you don't exactly want them right. to be because the goats or the, the listen that yeah. night
0: when we were both there at in the big house a few years ago when Fort Cobb their, their season ended, and everybody in the stands, 20, 10 seconds after it happened, when you went back and looked at the video, knew it was wrong. Right. But the officials had to run off the floor because that's what they're instructed to do because they yeah. have no way to fix it. Right. And and as much as uh, there's times where, I mean, when, we, when you see the play, if you haven't seen it down there in Georgia, you're going to look and go, what is he <laughs> looking at? I get it. But at the same time, I also believe that 99.999% of those guys and gals that are out there as the officials want to get it right. Mm-hmm. And I promise you right now, I, I like to believe that that guy right now feels awful about what happened because he knows he made the wrong choice. He made, he made, he made the wrong call, but there's no way to fix it, and it yeah. like there is in, in every other sport. And I get it, it's high school and it's a cost, and it can't be there every single game. It's just the way it goes but when you get down here to the end where a majority, if not every single state in the union has somebody like the NFHS or whatever there with video capabilities, replay capabilities on site, I think it's more on the governing bodies than the officials to give those guys a chance for human error to be corrected.
1: Right. <clears throat> and as far as the money thing is concerned, I get that you can't have it at you every can't have it at game, every single game and but, in whatever. That's but, right. But I mean, you, NFHS is make a lot of money. Hand, hand over fist. <laughs> Can some of that go towards this replay capability?
0: Well, yeah, towards the
1: technology needed.
0: That, that's the problem. Once you, I'm open, not saying
1: for every school in the state, but if well, you know,
0: but once you start opening up Pandora's box, yeah, that's where it, that's that's where it goes it's to. Gonna go, yeah. Oh, that's great that you got it right in the state tournament. What about the area final, where a team isn't in the state tournament mm-hmm. because it wasn't available? You know, that, that's that's the that's the risk you're going to run, and and eventually maybe it gets there. I mean, that night, I mean, everybody had a phone. All yeah. you had to do, I mean, if it I get there, it needs to be some kind of procedure. You can't have mom running down there and showing the ref a picture of a phone. <laughs> I, I understand that, but at the same time. But what if it is as everybody, simple as that?
1: Everybody in the gym had the technology to fix it. Think about this. What if it is as simple as that? What if you, as far as an officiating crew, let's okay, let's go back to through, through playoffs. And the part of the officiating crew that's required to be there, one guy is your replay guy. Now stay with me here. You got a guy who's an official with an iPhone. Yeah. And his and he's anticipating, okay, there's gonna be a last shot here, I need to get ready. Or okay, you know what I mean? He's positioning himself wherever he needs to be. He's floating around, maybe he's wearing a white stripe, whatever. And he's and then if there's something comes up, you go, okay, go over here to him, he's our replay official, <laughs> and he just shows it on the iPhone. I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but he's the official replay guy. And maybe it's as simple as, I mean, we just said it. Everybody had an iPhone who saw that was the wrong call in that game. So maybe it's as simple as that. You, get a, you hire one more guy on an officiating crew. Maybe so. That shows up with the other guys. He's a neutral party with an iPhone and maybe a, a tripod or was the, the thing that our guy at the football games with the – they're called Osmo mobile thing. Where, anyways.
0: Like the huddle stuff?
1: Well, yeah, something like yeah. that. I you, mean, if, just, if you had
0: an iPad and a, and a tripod <laughs> – yeah. Like every single, at least in basketball, yeah. every single team has yeah. that shoots straight yeah. to to huddle. I mean, it's it's a, it, the fixes are pretty simple, but there's going to have to be some sign of, some kind of procedure to mm-hmm. it, and that's what's not as simple. It, 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 as far as you know, when when can it occur? Who is is there another? There there it can't just be mom and dad, right? Firing down there on the floor no, to no. show that that ain't gonna work. So, but then, yeah, then you go cost again. Okay, it's an extra seventy-five bucks a night. Da da da. Official, yeah. But if if you but if you have that, let's say regular season, you're out. Just starting in the district playoffs, you know that cuts the cost of it down a little bit, and also ensures that once the games and I I get it, it matters to the teams what happened on Saturday night at Arapaho or wherever else you were in the state. But does it really matter until the playoffs start? Right. Not really. I mean, as far as winning a title. But which then is someone's what
1: someone's going to say, well, if we <laughs> had one of these replay officials in that game in January, that could be the difference to us being ranked 9th and 8th yeah. or well, something.
0: Listen, at some point you, do, you just hand somebody a tissue and say, slow so your, your nose luck. In, yeah. and, and wipe your eyes. <laughs> next I'm time make the shot. You know, yeah.
1: Next time, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, I, but I understand that the, the, the idea of getting it right and the problem for those guys and, and gals that are out there officiating those games is – in almost every single instance, they are the, they're, they're the ones that have the least capabilities from a technology standpoint to fix it. They're not allowed to fix it, yeah. no matter if they want to or not. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, man, we still got all kinds of stuff we can talk about. <laughs> Lots of stuff going on. See, looky there. We started talking about uh, fixing high school basketball. Get things going. We didn't have to talk about sad stuff. Oh, hang it out at Sayre. Tell you about the Western from Really Bold Mania. Wrap it up next. Time. Right here on the TV, 98.1 FM. You know the only thing better than watching the game? It's watching the game with your friends. It's game night, so you head to your favorite spot. The game's on all the huge TVs. Several people you know are already there, and they've come for the same reason. It's game night. And the game's on all the huge TVs in the room. A lot of the men are there with their wives. Everyone's having a great time. Eating, drinking, laughing, and of course yelling at the refs. The bartender's great too. She seems to know what the regulars want before they even order. Maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this little jewel in Sayre so it doesn't get too crowded. It'll be our little secret. Ah, why not? Let's risk it. It's the sports bar at what's technically known as the Sayer Golf Course. The locals call it Sayer National. It's in the park on the south side of town. So don't watch the game at home alone tonight. Go where there's food, drinks, and huge TVs. The game's a lot more fun if you'll watch it with friends.
1: The skinny on sports. no <laughs> no.
0: And welcome back, Skinny On Sports, wrapping it up on a Monday here from Sare National. Look here, Jared. What's up? Breaking report. The Action Network's Brett McMurphy reported on Monday. Something that I have said ever since July of whatever year that was, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty. Twenty
1: twenty one. Twenty twenty-one. What's that?
0: Oklahoma and Texas could join the SEC one year early in 2024. Oh. That idea is gaining steam. And, of course, it is. You know why, Jared? Because 2024, UCLA and USC are supposed to be in the Pac-10. And, oh, by the way, a 12-team playoff is coming.
1: Right. No, that's – is it breaking news? I think we all kind of felt that was coming. Yeah, but everyone – It's not official, just to be clear. It just could. But, but every, a lot of steam Everyone it. involved yeah.
0: has said no. When asked, uh, talking about the, the SEC, both yeah. schools, absolutely not. It's not happening until we're out of the contract. But was there a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, fake cough laugh?
1: I think a little bit of that. Obvious. I think a little legal stuff. There's, like, we can't say it until, Well, for, you know, there's but, no too. chance in the
0: world, there's no chance in the world that the SEC is going to allow the Big Ten to have sure. one year of, of, of a leg up. It's just not going to happen. No. So that's something there that, no. uh, that it looks like will come to fruition. What that looks like as far as money and, and all that, who knows.
1: But So here's a cool thing. So if you see a T-shirt with the Big 12 and all of the teams that are coming, EYU, Cincinnati, UCF, who did I miss? Who did I miss? Houston. Houston. And OU in Texas on it. Buy that T-shirt because that's going to be a collector's item because it's a one-year deal, right?
0: <clears throat> yeah, next year. You know,
1: if it's a football with all the teams' logos on it,
0: next year's got to be the only year. That's something I
1: wish I'd done. I remember when the Big Eight, the last year of the Big Eight, when I was a kid, and someone told me. Remember when Phillips sixty-six? They'd always have those cool basketballs or oh, yeah. jackets or stuff. And I remember I got a basketball. And I remember my dad saying. You should probably put that up on your shelf and don't touch it. That thing's going to be valuable. No, I played with it, <laughs> and yeah. I wore off those logos uh-huh. out in the street. But, yeah, buy up all the stuff. Same thing, I mean, I guess could be said about the current iteration of the Big 12 because this is it, right? This is it. If you're a collector. But, no, this is it. I think one more year. Yeah, I think it's right. I think one more year uh, with OU Texas and the Big 12 with these new members, which would be kind of cool. I'm anxious to see what the schedule is going to look like. You know, as though you go to schedule? BYU, I, I thought that'd come out like the immediately after the Big 12 title game, you know, sometime last week, but it hasn't happened yet.
0: Everyone, else, all the other conferences, their schedule's been out for a month at least. Well, <clears throat> still trying to settle right in up, on who's going to play.
1: Right up the par with the Big 12, their you know, leadership. Anywho.
0: Will Lincoln Riley coach in the Big 10?
1: Um, I don't know. I wonder, you know, some people say that, uh, you know, this is it for. Cliff Cool in um, Arizona, but I don't think Arizona would go down the route of hiring another quarterback or uh, coach like that out of college. Does that make sense? Like we've already tried the air raid cool guy college coach and it didn't work. Why?
0: Right now he's in a better spot oh, yeah. at well, USC than where, Arizona. Where
1: would he go? I
0: don't know. That's interesting. That's a great question. Well, think about what he's got. He's not leaving right now. Uh, he's got the Heisman winner coming back. Dallas is that? Yeah, there's always been that. You know, you know, you know where the the where he makes the most sense. If he's going to take an NFL job, where? Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that.
0: That's where he makes the most sense to me. It's Kansas City, following Andy Andy Reid with Pat Mahomes. Those two can make magic. I think. I know that's where Pat Jones believes
1: he'll go next. Really? Yes. Is there rumblings of
0: he, I don't Andy Reid retiring? I don't know if he just knows something or, or has a feeling or, or is guessing, but I've heard him say that. And he, I mean, he, would, he was saying that when he was still here, that the place that he would leave for if it's an NFL job would be Kansas City, which makes sense. I mean, if you're, if you're Riley, as much as people around here want to hate him, and, and for good reason if, he, if that's your deal, but the guy's had the uh, – in the last six years, three of his quarterbacks have won the Heisman. Another one was runner-up. Yeah. Um, and now you get a chance to coach Patrick Mahomes. That would be pretty dadgum enticing, especially once <clears> – <throat> if, if he's still there a couple years from now at USC and, and you kind of get the sense that, you know what, this Big Ten move isn't what it's all – was cracked up to be from a football standpoint. Sure, we're making a bunch of money for the university and that's working great, but is USC and the Big Ten really working? Eh, I'm not sure. Oh, really? I can go coach Patrick Mahomes? I'll jump at that chance. I think he's coaching in the Big Ten at least one year. At least.
1: Yeah, if, um, if he can't fix the defense at USC and the, the, the results are the same like he's had at OU, like he had at OU, and then what we just saw this year, he might be encouraged to go coach somewhere else because it's a lot of the same. But I can I can see the Kansas City thing. I would think Kansas City. Me personally, I don't think they would go try to get a guy that's never coached in the NFL. I think they would hire somebody within, like Eric Bieniemy, if that were the situation. That's my take.
0: Maybe that's why Bieniemy's not. Going somewhere else. Maybe
1: they told him, stick around. We'll see. But uh, the marriage would be interesting between
0: Mahomes Riley and, and Mahomes. That would be yeah. interesting. Makes a bunch of sense. Yep. Are we done comparing Tua and, and uh, Justin Herbert? Yes. we done with that.
1: Yeah, I'm done with it. I never started it, but.
0: Well, I mean, Tua has been better than Justin Herbert this year.
1: He's had a nice season. He's had a nice but season. But when you
0: see him. Going when I mean obviously they're not playing against each other, Mm -hmm. but when you see them on the same field, one guy one series and the next guy the next series, and it's 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 like Mike McDaniel calls plays thinking he has Justin Herbert, Ah. but he's got Tua, yeah, and then it's like Brandon Staley calls plays thinking he has Tua and not Justin Herbert. It's like he, that, those two need to just flip teams, and then we might see their full capabilities. McDaniel like, needs to call plays. Can you imagine plays. that cannon throwing it down the field to Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill the yeah, whole time? Yeah, I was going to say, McDaniel Holy needs to call cow. plays
1: thinking, I got <clears throat> Jalen Waddle and I got Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and ways works, to get the ball though. in their hands.
0: But. I mean, the, the Miami offense has been awesome Yeah, until the last couple of weeks. Everybody that's on the uh, San Francisco bandwagon, I bet they're not jumping off at the moment. (laughs) How about Brock Purdy?
1: What? See, I was thinking, watching that game yesterday, thinking, is this a situation of they they being Tampa Bay didn't know how to prepare for this kid? You know what I mean? Possibly. Or, you know, kind of like, man, I was really hoping Jim would be on to get his thoughts about Baker Mayfield. But, you know, Oakland... Suddenly not knowing how to defend Baker Mayfield in the final drive of the game because there's enough film on Baker Mayfield to know how to defend him.
0: It's a little bit different than uh, Brock Purdy, who had never started a game. You know, he's the first quarterback ever to beat Tom Brady in his first start.
1: Oh, wow. That's impressive. It had never happened before. Wow.
0: Also, interesting note out of that game it's the first time ever that two guys drafted last, Mr. Irrelevant. Both scored points in a game. Purdy and another Mr. Irrelevant was on the other side. Who's that? Ryan Suckup, the kicker for Tampa oh, Bay. Oh, that's right. He was the last pick in the draft as well. Interesting. It was a great day for Mr. Irrelevant.
1: Ah, Mr. Relevance That's what they should be named.
0: Oh, they're already making t-shirts, Iowa State colors that say Mr. Irrelevant. Uh,
1: I was just waiting for Iowa State to take credit for all this. Um, How about Dallas? Now, now, if you're Dallas, is it A, they good teams find a way to win when they're not playing their best? Or B, um, they're not that good.
0: It's, it depends on if, you, if your attitude is a guy that likes to have the glass half full, you say exactly what you just said, and that is that good teams find a way to win when they play about C-plus or C-minus football. And that's what Dallas did. Dak looked awful throughout most of that game, but when the chips were down and they, ha- they had a, to have a drive, he made
1: it. If Went you, 98 yards the,
0: right down the field.
1: If you played a drinking game every time a <coughs> tip pass happened, you, you wouldn't make it through the game.
0: <laughs> so that would be. But if you're a half, a glass half empty type guy, you go well. Dallas just can't. They still can't stop the run. They can't do this. They can't do that. Uh, they were lucky. And there's probably shreds of truth in both of those statements. All I know is there's lots of times throughout the season where good teams are in that situation and they can't find a way to win. Dallas did yesterday. And, it, it, and it, was, it was a great day when you look around for Dallas. Yeah. Even in not playing great. I mean, the, the icing on the cake would have been if the Giants would have showed up and beat Philly. That right. didn't happen. Right. But Detroit uh, and Minnesota, man, how about the Detroit team? Mm. Dan Campbell has got them rolling right now. 34-23. That Minnesota defense, somebody's looking the chops against that thing. It's yeah. given up 400 yards in five straight games. And it's going to be in the playoffs. I'm
1: telling you, if they match up with Washington, <coughs> Washington should be favored.
0: I love the Commanders. Yeah, I really do. I I, I like their team. Um,
1: yeah, Minnesota had been the most overrated ten-win team going into the weekend.
0: Okay, so there's ten of the of the four teams that have won ten games so far: Kansas City, Minnesota, Dallas, and Buffalo. Kansas City, or uh, Philly. Philly, Philly as well. Philly. All right, who is it? Nah, dadgummit, I saw this. Let me look it up. I know we got to go. Okay, so Buffalo's 110. Kansas City's 110. Right. Dallas, Philly, and Minnesota. That's what it is. So there's five. Right. The point differentials are plus 131 for Dallas, plus 138 for Philly, plus 86 for the Chiefs, and plus 132 for the Bills through the season, just total point differential. You know what Minnesota's is? Uh, what is it? Minus one.
1: Oh, my goodness. That Minus is, one. That is the definition of Listen. overrated. <clears throat>
0: it's, it, you, we see this every year. It was Tennessee last year. A lot of people didn't have any faith in, even though they were squeaking by and winning all those games. Minnesota is absolutely the target, maybe even more so than whoever wins the South, although if Carolina somehow wins the South in the <laughs> NFC <laughs> –
1: how crazy would that I be? I will not be.
0: I, there will never be a game that I'm more scared of, of as a Cowboys fan than that one. Because the the jokes will write themselves if Dallas can't beat Carolina in the dadgum playoffs. <laughs> a team in this uh, – I mean, that, that division winner, unless they kick it in gear, it's going to be at – well, it can't be even because there's 17 games. That's going to be a losing record winning that division. Uh, real quick, uh, we mentioned Mike Leach off the top. It just feels like that's a sad story that's only going to get sadder at some point here. Um, Huge, catastrophic, it sounds like. Um, Health problems, and, you know, everyone just, you know, fight for his life, fight for his life, pray for him, and needs a miracle type stuff uh, that you see on the social medias. And then also, uh, not a very good story down in Austin, Texas, with uh, head basketball coach Chris Beard being arrested at 418 this morning on a felony charge of assault to a family member. So that's not good. The Horns finally kind of felt like they had some positive momentum in hoops with the new arena, with Beard coming down there, uh, ranked as high as number two going into this week. Uh, so that's not a good thing. We'll see what that, what comes about from there. But uh, some, some different coaching stuff going on around the country in both hoops and college basketball. That'll do it. Don't forget to sign up. Western Oklahoma Realty Bowl Mania. I've got a link on our Facebook page, Skinny On Sports. It's on the ESPN's website. If you played the uh college pick 'em with us all year long, it's the same thing. Go to the go to go to ESPN's page, search the Skinny On Sports group, and you can get involved with us. Thunder tickets are on the line. So it's gonna be fun. Get involved. It starts on Friday. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Sayer Golf Course. We've been out here at Sayre, Sayre National all day. Skinny on Sports, Rider and Sports Animal. You've been listening to the Skinny On Sports Podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening.
1: That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye.
0: Christmas parties can be so much fun if you have them at the right place. Where's your company Christmas party this year? Or your family Christmas party for that matter? It ought to be at the same place where folks have been having birthday parties, weddings, baby showers, even Thanksgiving dinner, at the Banquet Room at the Sayre Golf Course. It's a really nice facility, and it's reasonably priced. If you need a nice place for a nice event, use the Sayre Golf Course Banquet Room. Four. Now to the actual golf part of the Sayre Golf Course. There's still time to get nine or 18 holes in. The question is, can you actually find the fairway? Swinging away and just hoping for the best leads to triple-digit scores. If you want to test your ability to make golf shots, come over to Sayer. The layout of this course requires precision. Do you have that club, that secret weapon in your bag? It's technically called the Sayre Golf Course. Locals just call it Sayer National. It's in the city park on the south side of town.